You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 297 for July 23rd, 2020. This week, we talk about apps tracking mental health, packing and moving, eating fish, bioprinted nuggets, propagating plants, and whipping chocolate. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. You could call this the health podcast because both Joe and I are drinking water. Oh, yeah. This podcast brought to you by the, the last blood of the world. Water. Last blood. Brought to you by the letter water. The letter water. People letter in water. Philly say, like, people think that I say water. Like, that's one of the Southern things I say, but that's one no, of that's the Philly, Philly things thing. I say. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in Philly said water. I think. Not everyone, obviously. I was around very, you know, it was mostly the uncultured people I was around that said the water. swine. But I said they made me say water, too. So obviously that shows where I fit in. Mm-hmm. You inherited in it. Yeah, right. I think so. people in Boston, I think native Bostonians, like people in Southie, I think they have like a weird way of saying water. It's probably closer to like water, but it's not the same. See, Word-er. I don't know because because like Boston, like all the people that I was hanging out with in Boston were all like most of them were non-native. They were all like import students from like other like countries and other places in the U.S. So it wasn't like I was hanging out with native Bostonians all the time. So I wasn't getting like that Boston accent thrown at me all the time. Did you have like a lot of like native Philly people that were your friends or were they mostly like people that came there for school like you? No, most of my friends were from Philly who lived oh in God. Philly or from Pennsylvania area. Mm-hmm. Some people were from New Jersey Nobody knew where Arkansas was, which is, you what? know. Even I, I don't know. know where Arkansas is. Well, I know it, I only know where Montana is because you live there. <laughs> and it's big. It's close to the Canadian border. It's thankfully. huge. Yeah, it's right up there. Even, I mean, like Arkansas, like, I, I mean, I guess it's like one of the southern states. So I guess people like not living there probably don't think about all the states Honey, that, that comprise the south. If you try to call Arkansas Midwest, which several people have done to me. What? You will you will get it. Midwest? You'll get, if you say that, if you go down to Arkansas and say you're in the Midwest, you'll get it. Why do people I think... I mean, it's sandwiched right between, uh, what, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, or is that Mississippi? Mississippi. They don't teach us geography, so we don't know where we are. are we just know we, we're in the South. Wait, do Arkans, do Arkansans think that they're in the Midwest or just like idiots... We're not sure where we are, but we know that the greatest country in the world is Arkansas. (laughs) And darn tootin', you know. Darn tootin', honey. Oh, God. Anyway. If if you told me Arkansas, I would automatically think the Deep South. I don't understand why people would think it's the Midwest. I'm hung up on that. I don't think it's technically, like, there's our definitions on Wikipedia. Of, like, Man-made definitions. Yeah, I don't think it's in the Deep South, but it's in the South. Okay. Is Alabama deep, deep south then? What's deep I south? I think so. Okay, here it is. Here it okay. is. Here we are. Okay. I've got a map here. It's color coded. What Thank do the colors God. mean? The key doesn't even tell me what the colors okay. mean. Okay. Um approximate geographic definition of the deep south and the neighboring regions in the greater southern United States. The deep south is consistently thought to be most or all the states shown in red. So it's Louisiana. Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina. And then the South includes Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, North Carolina, Florida, 
but allegedly we're like bordering the deep south. Okay, so you are the south, you're not the deep south, but you're bordering the deep south. I guess I don't I don't know. It's all racist. That's all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Honey, you said it. Oh, uh, so how you doing? Well, you're getting I, I, ready to Oh, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, how you doing? I know you're burning up, but like, what else is new? You know? I'm fine. We're fine. We've just been, I mean, we're just kind of trucking along for the next two or three weeks. We're going to move the first week in August to the rental mm-hmm. um, and then live there for four months and then try to buy a place. You sound so suburban. Like, oh, we're moving to the rental, you know? <laughs> I never thought my name would be on a mortgage. Do you is know your I mean? name on the mortgage? Oh, my God. No, it's not here, but it's going to be when we buy the new place because we'll both be on it. Honey, who has the better who has the better credit? You or Justin? Because you're pretty both good of with our money. credits are pretty amazing. Like my credit's really good. But then they're like, oh, you don't make any money. So <laughs> your credit's good because you have like, yeah, you <laughs> they're know. like, you don't have it. Well, see, I I do have loans. I, I still have a couple student loans out. I don't have any credit cards, though. I mean, I have my credit card, but I have it paid off. Mm -hmm. So my and I've never missed payments, anything like that. You have always been so good, so good with money. Well, I wouldn't say I would say good with the money I have. Right. You know, yeah, just the the little and I don't I don't really buy things except like once a year I'll buy a a new part for my computer or something. Right. Right. no, but they see my credit score and they're like, hell yeah, great. And then they see how much I make and they're like, oh, oh we can't give you much. So I'm just kind of like supplemental to this whole situation. Right. You're just you're along for the ride, you know, but I don't blame my name you. will be on the mortgage. Oh, my God. So. That's like so adult. Like the, the, the thought of a mortgage on an apartment or a house is like the epitome of adulthood to me. It's like something that I'm like not ready for. Like, do you feel, does it feel real? Like, do, do you feel like you're an adult since you have a mortgage or you're going to have a mortgage? Um, I don't know. I always just kind of thought I would rent a studio apartment until Forever. I died and they'd find <laughs> me half the- eaten by a few cats. Mm-hmm. Like when I, mean, I didn't pay my rent one month or something. That's still the dream. That's me. Well, I don't know. They, I, always had my rent automatically taken out so right i just they just find me someday when i start stinking well i mean if you ever need something co-signed hit up joe you know that's all i know i'm just gonna sure. use your good credit for myself sure anyway so anyway, you're doing okay you're, i'm fine you're about to leave yeah i'm to about go to, leave. to I'm, I'm going on a quarant i'm taking a quarantinecation what are they calling God. it quarantation quarantation well i mean i don't I, know the first thing that you imagine, if you if you imagine a homosexual saying that they're going on a quarantine vacation, you're just assuming that they're flying to Provincetown or Fire Island and they're going to get rammed and spread COVID. Unfortunately, that's not me. I'm going to the middle of the woods in Idaho um, with my family. We've all been quarantining. We're all going to be in the middle of nowhere and we're going to spend some time together. My sister and her boyfriend are going to come over and we're going to celebrate my sister's 30th birthday and we're going to hang out by the lake and we're going to cook marshmallows and I'm probably going to get infected with Lyme disease as Joe and I talked about before the podcast. So I'm ready for a good time. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. I'll make sure to wear sunscreen just for you, Joe. Will you though? Cause you always say you're going to wear sunscreen and then I suspect you don't. Well, I, I do. I just don't wear like good sunscreen. I, I use like the copper tone stuff that. You oh, know, that's destroys. fine. 
But like, shouldn't I be using some like beauty sunscreen for my face with like Listen, moisturizer? Any in sunscreen it? is better than no sunscreen. Ain't that the truth, girl? I mean, it's all gonna the copper tone stuff will moisturize you, just make you greasy. Ugh, which, honey, I'm already you know, plenty greasy. You if know. it's your aesthetic, <laughs> I blend so, in pop with off it. This. Pop off. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm literally leaving tomorrow. We're recording this early. And by early, I mean Tuesday, which was our original day that we recorded like five years ago. And slowly but surely, Joe and I have progressively gotten lazier and lazier. And now we're like recording on Friday, posting on Saturday. So, you know, yeah. it's like ye olden times. But I know. like this getting, you know, doing getting shit out shit. of the way. Well, not getting it out of the way, but just being proactive about it proactive you know right it feels like a good start to my week it feels like i did i accomplished something in the earlier part of the week you know that's good that's a good way to look at it you know um since we're here we should mention that um i'm going to be on vacation and then next week we're skipping a podcast because we right it's gonna be our our fourth podcast for july and so we're taking off next week we're letting you guys, we're giving you guys a break next week. Take that's a breather, really honey. Yeah, honey. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's a situation. And then we'll be back in August. So that's the agenda. But um, I, I mean, if I if I don't come back on August, you can just assume that I got eaten by a bear or something fun like that. So that's what I assume every week when you're late. So I mean, honey, I wish I was eaten by a bear, if you know what I mean. Wink, wonk. You know, uh, yeah, a gay thing. That's a gay thing. That that's where I what I was alluding to was a was a homosexual thing. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I I'm I'm an outdoor gay. What at least when it comes to my family, and I'll have I'll have cell service, so I'll be able to you know check Twitter. I'm gonna try to not use my phone nearly as much on this little trip, but we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see my sister. I'm excited to hang out with my folks. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to make some drop biscuits. I, I, I made a Cheddar Bay biscuit mix I'm going to take with me. Um, wow. That I think was my favorite thing a long time ago. And I'm going to make those for my sister's birthday as like a little side dish. I think we're going to have salmon. Anyway, white people things. Oh, my um, God. I got sick from tuna this week. Wait, no, no, no. You don't eat fish. What? I do eat fish now. Didn't I tell you I started eating salmon again? No. So we, I will only eat fish. First of Girl, all. So I happy cannot for keep you. up with you. So happy for you and your biscuits. So happy Thank for you. your salmon. Now let's talk about me. <laughs> let's I... talk about Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so we were we went to the fancy food store near us because it's the shortest walk. Like usually we get most of our groceries at HT, which not unfancy. It's more like a Kroger. But, you know, it's it's where sometimes things are questionable. I wouldn't get you know, the best meat there. You know what okay. I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. going to get your best meat at like Whole Foods or like an organic store, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we've been shopping at the organic store for like our meats and uh, we been, we started to get salmon again. Uh-huh. Um, Whose idea was this? Because we need more fish. It was Justin's. He was like, we need to, well, and mine too. I was like, we need to eat more fish because we we try not to eat red meat. And right, so yeah. you can you can make like tuna steaks. You can, you know, do baked salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start off with salmon, had it a couple of times, baked it really good. Love it. Didn't get sick because um, it's not like fucking Long John Silver's fried. You know, I don't it's eat questionable a, it's fish. It's amazing what happens when you eat actual fish and not fish sticks and milk. You know, it's scary. I don't. Fish is weird. Like, I want to love fish. I want to eat a fish, 
only diet. I would love that. Why? That would be great. Just because I feel like it's the healthiest meat. Right. There's it lots just, of omega-3 fatty acids, et cetera, right. et cetera. Well, and it's I supposed don't to be feel, good for you. You know, all meat hurts everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like fish is the least worse and you're helping your brain. It's the you least sentient I mean? meat. If we all ate more fish and less beef, a lot It'd of things would be good. better off. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the next time we were there, Justin was like, oh, let's get some tuna steaks. We can cook the tuna. So it's not canned tuna. It's like freshly cut. It's not sushi grade. You know, you don't want to eat it raw, mm-hmm. but it's good fucking tuna. It's a slab right. of tuna. Yeah, slab um, of tuna. And people cook them. They do like seared steaks, you mm-hmm. know, where they're like uh, medium rare, rare on the inside. But we were like, no, let's bake it through. I I don't want to eat uncooked meat of any kind. You know, mm-hmm. um, that freaks me out. So we made it. Um, and it was good. I ate a little, a sizable piece of it. But what had also happened earlier that day is also the fancy food store. I wanted a little treat, so I got a bag of granola. Mm. And I ate like the whole thing, like the whole meant to last you like a week and a half, two weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the fiber did it. The fiber. Uh Uh-oh. Did she get plugged up? It was, no, the opposite. That's not what fiber does. We need to give you a health lesson. Maybe is, maybe, have you been avoiding fiber? No, there's two different. There's soluble fiber and insoluble fiber, and they each oh, do different things. Oh, you're smart. Oh, okay. I see. You're, <laughs> honey, you're smart. Okay. Honey, when it comes to my GI tract, I've done the research. And let me oh, tell okay. you, I'm mm-hmm. not taking any fiber supplements right now. I'm just, I'm letting it all, go all natural, which is not a good idea. It's because I'm lazy. Anyway, so the fiber was going through you. I, it had given me some upset stomach by the time I had already eaten the tuna. So the next day, which was yesterday... I was stomach cramped all morning, just oh, like, no. yeah. So and I think, you know, I don't think the tuna was the main culprit. But it's like guilty by association. Yeah. And it it makes me a little sick. Like, even if it I don't know, it's a it's a mind game. Mm-hmm. It's a mind game. The tuna plays with me because I just didn't like it as much as the. We're, we're going to keep on salmon, maybe. Salmon's good. Salmon, I feel like salmon is a lot easier. It's a it's a fattier fish, so it's a lot more forgiving when you're baking it. I mean, you can obviously overcook the fuck out of salmon, but it's like it's more forgiving in the sense where it has a lot of fat in it. And so you can um, overcook it a little bit, um, be less stringent with the time and it'll still come out. OK, but I haven't had I haven't had like a, a seared ahi tuna steak. I think I've had it maybe once. I prefer my tuna raw. I don't know. I think cooked tuna reminds me of canned tuna, which I like cannot sushi? do. Yeah, like sushi. sushi you tuna, prefer like, sushi? I'm like the opposite I would need like a chunk of raw tuna. I no, would no, 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 eat no, no, no. one piece out of a roll from a friend that has tuna mm. on it. Honey, I, I give you a roll. I'll give you a little, I, little nibble. I cannot at all have an entire roll of like a raw fish. That freaks you out. It freaks me out. And I mm-hmm. love tofu uh, sushi too much. Right. I mean, something's good like a cucumber roll. Like it can get the job cucumber done. Cucumber roll, avocado roll. Mm-hmm. White girl sushi roll. is good sushi. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Well, I was looking on the internet and I was like, I was tapping at Google. Why does Uh-oh. fish makes people so sick? And it turns out that it's histamines. Histamines? It's histamines. Like allergies? Like antihistamines? Like those kinds of histamines. And so oh like God. some of the recommendations were like taking in a histamine if the fish is making you sick. I've never heard of this before. It's because the fish starts die- like decaying and it makes this thing 
and it gives you histamine. That's you sound like a scientist. Sis, that's the tea. That's the <laughs> tea, sis. Lab coat on, glasses mm. on. I read a fourth of an article, <laughs> honey, from a questionable website. Histamines. Honey, I cannot Found wait the for culprit. Honey, in- put me on unsolved mysteries. I gotta honey, tell. I got. It. I gotta tell the story. I gotta mm-hmm. tell. Well, it. She's gotta, gotta call the, world. the tip hotline. <laughs> you know. I I cannot wait until not next week, but in two weeks when you Google vaccines and then you tell us what what's up with those. Oh, honey, fake, <laughs> fake. It's it's not that oh, they honey. cause autism. It's that all vaccines are fake. They aren't real. It's all imaginary. Fake. It's, it's a mirage. Water, honey. You put some water in that needle. Anyway, so Just, you're so you're anyway, gonna... get vaccinated. That is not my no. We're that not. That is not what I believe. We're we're being facetious. Um, so you're you're more on the salmon train than you are on the tuna train. I feel like salmon is a really good gateway fish. Well, um, it's I feel just like it's, a, it's a lot safer. A lot of people really enjoy yeah. salmon. It's it has a light taste. As well, it's not flesh. on the like fish that usually make people sick list, and tuna is on that list. Right, 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 right. So you know, I think I'll stick with the salmon. Well, good. Oh Although, my god, she's eating fish. I'm surprised. I've got a couple articles this week about food or about Russia. Food, Russia, same thing, right? Well, this one's about Russia and food, and then the next one's just about Russia. So, okay, I cannot okay. believe that Vladimir Putin is on the podcast with us this week. KFC is working with a Russian 3D bioprinting firm to try to make lab-produced chicken nuggets. I saw this. They say it's the meat of the future. Honestly, so, the one thing I agree with Russia about is that lab-grown meat and artificial meat is like the meat of the future. I totally agree. Well, I feel like that's not just Russia saying that. That's just like scientists. Right, you know? right, right. Just kind of want to give Russia too much. I mean, they probably stole that line from us anyway. So right, 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 right. Um, restaurant. Something about restaurant of the future. Company announced. So it's going to. Uh, okay, so what they're seeking to do. Uh, with ingredients like breading and spices to achieve the signature KFC taste and will seek to replicate the taste and texture of genuine chicken. So these aren't going to be vegetarian. They describe using, quote, animal material so that these are meat nuggets. These are not, so I don't know it, if you can call them chicken nuggets, but they're okay. meat nuggets. They're not going to be plant It's lab-grown meat. Right. It's like, you know, growing a heart in a jar. Gotcha. So it's, so it's not plant-based? Did you say it's not No, they will not be they will not be vegetarian. Technically, I think the definition of vegetarian might have to. to, Well, okay. so how do you define vegetarian? Is it not eating meat or is it only eating plants? Do you know what I mean? Because if it's not eating meat, this or not eating animals, this isn't an animal. This was never an animal. Do you know you're not you're not killing something to eat this? You could call this I think what, what people refer to this as is cruelty free meat. I think that's a way to describe it because it's meat. Well, cruelty-free meat, it just means the chicken had a name and they let it outside once a week. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's what they label stuff as The bar is low. The bar, like, cruelty-free right now means we maybe let this, this is an egg, and we maybe let this chicken out once in its lifetime, and we named it. Barbara. We named it Barbara, but... Plot twist, every chicken was named Barbara, so... Yeah, that's a plot twist. And the other plot twist is that the chicken was in solitary confinement and it got to see sunlight for one hour out of the rest of the 24 hours of the day. Right. And that's a pessimistic view of it. You know, like, I'm sure there are some more cruelty-free ways, you know. But 
Anyway, this meat is lab-grown. It is meat, but it's lab-grown. Right. It's printed. Uh, honey, print me out a piece of that print meat. Print me out. As if the thought of chicken nuggets, we've all seen that video. We've all seen the gif, at right, least, it's, it's, of them squirted it, out. Right. It's, it's like not artificial enough. Now we're going to print the meat, you know? It, well, it it's just, all fake. It, it's not making them more av- more uh, appetizing to me. Right. It's not appealing it's, to begin with. Right. Um, but uh, it says, uh, amongst other 3D bioprinting, University of California Berkeley is working on a process to bioprint human organs. Um, this last year. Anyway, they say the uh, bioprinted nuggets will be available for final testing in Moscow this fall. Um, I love that. It didn't, didn't detail how the process it's testing in Russia differs from other 3D bioprinting efforts. Like, I don't think this is anything crazy new. Um right. But something about there are no other methods available on the market that could allow the creation of such complex products from animal cells. I don't really consider chicken nuggets to be complex products, but so complex, you know, they really wanted to throw some science. They really wanted to blind us with science. So, well, I, yeah, because like lab grown meat has been a thing. It's been a it's been a developing field. The problem and the reason why that it's not, you know, a, a huge mainstream ever right now is because it's probably extremely expensive and extremely inefficient right now to like print meat rather than just slaughtering animals, etc. So I guess this is just kind of their effort to push it forward, push, you know, uh, artificial lab grown meat forward and try to, you know, make it more of a consumer commodity rather than just like a scientific endeavor. Um, I think is is KFC kind of in the same situation with Russia as it is with Japan, where they were like one of the first Western fast food companies there first. And so they have that kind of monopolized dominance compared to like McDonald's is here because, you know, like KFC in Japan is like huge. Is KFC like a big thing in Russia as well? I have no idea. I wouldn't, I didn't even know it was in Russia. Yeah, I don't imagine the Colonel, I imagine, okay, see, we all know the KFC logo is the Colonel and he's smiling. Mm -hmm. I just imagine he's frowning on their son, just angry. Do they they call him the Colonel or do they call him the Comrade in Russia? I'm not sure. (laughs) I have no comment. Comrade Sanders. Uh, No comment on any of that. (laughs) It's so weird. The like fast food logos are weird in general. It's trying to humanize, like put a face to a corporation. Oh, and absolutely. it is such a weird, like maybe it started with Colonel Sanders and his little mama pop chicken store. But honey, it's creepy now. It's creepy. Oh, right. And Wendy's, creepy. McDonald's, Ronald's, honey, did not age well. Honey, he could make, make, make my chicken. He could Ronald my McDonald's. Ew, you should have done hamburger. He could hamburglar. Yeah, he, he's he going to give me a burgle your hams. <laughs> <laughs> God. What is Grimace, by the way? Just we have talked about Grimace before. The big old purple dildo man. He's disgusting. That's what he is. He's an abomination, as the Christian right would say. Is that why he's your logo right now on Telegram? Yes, it he's is. Your Hit me up on Telegram pic. at Butthole. I think it's either at Butthole or at Buttholes. Telegram is what we use. Be- I, I ain't. I ain't posted my. I don't even know if I have an at. Do you even have a? I don't know. It's no, I, because I think you have to sign up for it, and I don't. I think I just have a private. There's three people. There's there's three types of people that use Telegram. Telegram's like WhatsApp, but it's like better in every way. Um, terrorists use Telegram. The furry community loves Telegram, and then us. We're like the outliers. What? I don't know what it is. 
I yeah. had no idea. I just no. use it because it's good for group chats. Right. No, the furries love Telegram Messenger. I don't know well, why. Good for them. Good for them for finding their space. Uh, they found their safe space. And it's Telegram. And it's Telegram. So, okay, you used to be vegetarian, correct? Back in ye olden days? I mean, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I was. I didn't eat animals, but I ate garbage. Well, yeah. I ate, veget- if a raccoon would eat it, I ate it. Right. It's like, it could, you, it's, it was technically vegetarian, but you were just only, you had a cheese it only diet. It was like know? Doritos. Yeah. Oh, I, I was that. in a Doritos phase. So were you a vegetarian just because of like animal cruelty or were you just a vegetarian just because that you just thought it was icky? You just, were you just in a phase? I, I was with someone who was a vegetarian and I was like, I can do this. That can influence you totally. It you know? can. And I'm not against, I 100% think we should all eat a hell of a lot less meat than we do. You know Preach, what I mean? Girl. Even like, I would love it if we could all stop eating meat. Mm-hmm. But I, I, my body, I need, that's my source of protein right now. You need what so, I get. Yeah, that's, it's what I, I don't know. Like, I'm a hypocrite, I'm sure, for not being a vegetarian and wanting, you know, like to help global warming. But I don't know, meat is a meat is a as an important part of a lot of people's diets. And I right. don't you know, it's hard. It's it's difficult to change. It's difficult to make there that change. There are a lot of times, right. It's difficult to make that change. And maybe I'm lazy for not committing right now to it. But, well, but I like But meat. the thing is, is you, I mean, I feel like it's valid to give yourself a pat on the back is to, you know, make, make a slight change as in, instead of just going cold right. turkey off of meat, how about you reduce, let's step one, reduce the amount of red meat that you intake on a weekly basis. Let's just start well, with like, that. And that can yeah. make a difference, you know? And I don't know, low key red meat's disgusting. I don't know. Yeah, red meat is gross, and there's it. It can be bad for you too. Well, so. I think it's always bad for you. I'm not a doctor. I'm I'm not a nutritionist. I just know from a family that loves hamburgers. Honey, how many I hamburgers do you think your parents hamburgers. ate last week? I have. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> I hated hamburgers growing up. I remember, like you know, and that's the best. That's the best that you know, parents can do sometimes is go get McDonald's on the way home or something. And that's right. sometimes that's you're doing your best and you have to do that with money and with time and your sanity. Right. Um, but I hated, I never wanted hamburger. I always got, you know. You're, you never craved a burger. I never craved them. To me, hamburgers were McDonald's and those, that is the grossest hamburger. Girl, there's the a reason why I haven't had a McDonald's hamburger in like 10 years. It's gross. It is so gross. Anyway, so, circling back, if KFC made these lab meat nuggets, would you try them? Um, I guess. Or would it freak you out? They're, I mean, honestly, price. First of all, I'm not going to KFC anytime fucking soon. I, right, right, you right, won't right. find me. Same. I don't even really like chicken nuggets. I think they're disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would try them. Price would influence me. For right. sure, if these how, are like twenty dollars chicken nuggets, are yeah, these then lab I'm nuggets. I just go down to I don't know, get salad somewhere. But <laughs> right, do you have sweet green there? I love sweet green. Sweet green is like a city thing. I know exactly what sweet green is. I don't think oh. I think we have like salad places, but it's not like a branded sweet green. But Missoula is a very granola place, you know, and so we have lots of uh, 
we have lots of salad places like Sweet Green. I've heard Sweet Green's a salad place that a lot of people love. It's fine, but I also hate everyone who exits the door. Right. Honey, it's you're right part by the, of the problem. <laughs> Honey, don't you <laughs> tell me. I know it. I know it. Well, um, I don't know. I'd eat them. Sure. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me that it's lab grown meat. For I sure. I guess here, here's my question. There's a lot of other like alt meat nuggets out there that are pretty good in my opinion like there's a lot of like corn nuggets q-u-o-r-n it's like made out of a soy protein and like some sort of fungus um sounds disgusting i know but it's like it's it's has that that texture that meat texture and i feel like girl like 90 percent of the taste of kfc is like the 11 herbs and spices or whatever right like, well, I feel yeah, like they, most meat, what you taste are spices. I right, know like, that like meat has a the taste. seasoning. Right. But a lot of what you taste with meat is seasoning. So like, if, I feel like if you get the breading right and you get the texture of the meat right, then I feel like you're pretty much basically there. Right. I hate food anyway. So if Honey, you want to just give me a food pill, I'm first fine First it was with that. music. Now it's food. Just put Joe on an music, IV. I hate food. I told you I'm not meant for this world. This world of earthly desires. We've been trying to. Sh- we need to start. We need to start a Kickstarter, a Kickstarter to shoot you off into space so you can die. I bet Elon Musk want. would. He'd take one look at me and say, "Blast him off!" And right. he'd blast this poor into space. Yeah, blast this alien back to his colony. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> other other Russian news. I don't mm-hmm. know all my all these. Well, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you um, choices. Um, there's an AI designer. There is an app that can track anxiety and depression by your phone, how you use your phone. There is Amazon Smart Shopping Cart. There is a game called Alt 254 that you are, you play as one pixel. What? Which one of these you want? Uh, Give me the pixel game. Okay, so this game is called Alt 254. It's a Zelda-style adventure where you play as a pixel. I'm reading this on Engadget. So the resolution of the game is 21 by 26 pixels. Tiny. If you imagine, it's like the size of playing, remember Snake on your old phones? Uh, I love Snake on my Nokia phone. Right, your old Nokia phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a first game from Spanish developer Rename Studio. Uh and it boils every element down to a single pixel. So you control a black square uh, for which the game's name is the ASC2 code. Is ASC, is that how you say that? Is ASC2? ASCII. ASCII. Are those eyes or the numbers two? I think they're eyes. Anyway, ASCII, ASCII. You explore a Zelda-esque open world that's said to include, quote, the key features and conventions of action-adventure games. Um, So it says, part of the challenge, you learn how everything is learning how everything works. There's mysteries, there's puzzles, there's uh, enemies all along the landscape. Uh, And yeah, you got to beat it. There are bosses. I watched the trailer, and um, I mean, you just seeing colors, you kind of make out what things are. Like, we know water is blue. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, grass is green, darker grass or darker green is like trees. Usually Mm -hmm. sand, sandy color is beach. You know, we can distinguish, uh, light or, uh, shallower water with lighter blue. Deeper blue is usually deeper water. Um, and you play as a pixel and there are little red dots and those are enemies. Uh, there's a little bar. It's your health. 
that's it. You play it. Um, is it is it out yet or is it going to be out? I don't think it is. Well, wait, maybe it is out yet. Let me open the link. Oh. Um, I mean, it's interesting. You can, you know, you can, you can blow it up. So obviously the pixels are bigger. You don't have to play it on a screen that is it's, 21 it by 26. It scales to the screen, but like the right. detail is like a pixel. It's, it's, you are no detail. one pixel. Right. Um, it might be out. Question. It might be out. Question mark. I have no idea, but you can watch the trailer. Alt 254. It's I think it's interesting that like, you know, we're coming out with the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, whatever. Right. And those ray are tracing this and resolution ray that. tracing, making things as realistic as possible. But you can still have so much fun with just like a couple dots. Almost nothing. Right. Almost a couple dots. And I think the Nintendo Switch proves that pretty well, too. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the graphics. The, I mean, anti-aliasing who, you know? No like idea. The jagged edges, the, you know. It, it's not, not all about the beautiful. graphics. It, you know, right. it's it's part of the equation. And sometimes you can make up for it in gameplay and art style and, you know, maneuverability. And, you know, there's a bunch of other factors at play instead of, you know, just graphics, obviously. And I think Would this, this play? game probably proves it. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, like, the, the concept of this game reminds me of, like, old school, like, like a Commodore 64 game or, like, people have right. been making, like, pixel games for a long time. But this is, like, it sounds like it's, like, putting it, it's, it's like, so simplified. It's, like, this, the simplest version of that where you're literally one pixel. There's, like, games right. like this that I remember there were little pixel games that were probably like flash games back in the day where you were like little pixels. Um, And so, yeah, no, I feel like that if the, you know, if the gameplay is good and it's fun, then the, the graphics don't matter. You know, it's like, I mean, you, you, you've seen this resurgence of like eight bit and 16 bit game styles in more modern games, you know, forever. Like that, that's, that's art style. And that style of game has never really gone out of style. Um, that kind of retro play style. And so I feel like it'll be successful. I feel like those, you know, it, it sounds like a good game to me. It sounds like a little adventure pixel game. It sounds kind of cute, actually. So I'm all for it, you know? Yeah, it sounds like a sounds like a good concept. I think it's more, I think it's more thinking than a lot of people like to do in games these days. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember playing the early Tomb Raider games because just those are my go-to, those are my go-to games. And it, you know, you don't know where you're supposed to go, what you're supposed to do. There's not a fucking map. You have to, and it's basically levels are open. You know, you have, you have to, to wander. A lot of wandering, a lot of backtracking. And I feel like this is along, just like Zelda games. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the open world Zelda games, you have to, you go here, you go there. Do you want to do a side quest, you know, on, along the way? It's so less this hand is like holding. that. Right. So this is like that, but then like taken to the next level. Whereas you have to kind of imagine who these pixels are like you it gives life to a single dot you who know? is this and little so you pixel don't really right you 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 have more that you can imprint on it than maybe other games which is mm. probably good and probably detrimental in some ways so yeah it, it, it'll be it's interesting like, it sounds like it leaves more to the imagination and you have to fill in the blanks yeah um it says oh it says we'll get more We'll get a look at some more of this Thursday during the Xbox Game Showcase. Oh, no, that's talking about the super realistic games. Oh, okay. Never mind. You'll never see this game again. <laughs> it's gone forever. It's like gone a forever. Blink and you'll miss it. Blink and you'll miss it, girl. 
Anyway. Yeah, that, it, that, sounds, uh, it sounds interesting. That one didn't have anything to do with Russia, did it? No, 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 no. The Russian one was the... Uh, I can save some of these for the after show, too. I just found a lot of good articles this week. Um, the mental health app. The Russian one was there's an AI that's designing graphics in Russia. Okay. Well, let's let's bring up the, the article about anxiety and depression since, you know, we talk about that a lot in the podcast. Sure. Um, and so did you say that it had to do with, like, your phone usage? It tracks your okay. phone usage? What is this? There's a lot of things that go into it. Okay. okay. So... Um, researchers at Dalhousie University, which is in Canada, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right. So they've developed a mobile app, ProSit, P-R-O-S-I-T, all capital letters, because it's cool. I don't know what it stands for. Um, It can detect things like anxiety or depression based on how you use your phone. So Mm -hmm. it says, obviously, some of these things are easily tracked. It's got features that track like exercise, sleep, call frequency, message histories, music tastes. But then it also says um, there's like subtle things you do with your phone that can hint at, quote, an emotionally charged state. For instance, your typing speed, you know, when you're anxious or frantic, you know, Mm -hmm. we use our keyboards differently. I mean, honey, if I'm shaking the phone while I'm typing, I'm definitely anxious. Honey, she's trembling. Just do the gyro. That's how you need it. Just track my gyroscope in my phone. Right. If if I'm having one of my... Famous what migraines. <laughs> migraines. It, you, you know, if if it thinks, if it if it analyzes that the phone is getting thrown off of a window or f- thrown out of a window and off of a cliff, it probably is. Probably anxiety. Or that. Um, says users are also asked to record a 90-second clip, audio clip, describing the most exciting part of their week. I'm on Engadget for this, too. Um, and they self-report their feelings on a five-point scale, which is kind of like the app I already have, the Dalio, right. which yeah, is yeah, my... Yeah. Uh, daily tracking app. Mm-hmm. Um, it says about 300 people are currently testing this app. Uh, a lot of them are patients. And it says the scientists are very well aware of the privacy concerns. Right. I was tracking like, fucking tracking everything. everything. Yeah. Right. You have to have a consent form. It says the data sec- stored at a secure location, which, to be honest, in this day and age means shit. Security? You know. Who's that? There's, yeah, exactly. Don't know her. Um, But it says... Uh, this could be helpful because so if you go to your psychologist or your psychiatrist, they're really only getting a glimpse of you maybe like one day a week or one day a month, you know. Right. So this helps them to to track how you're doing um, the rest of the time. It, it can give them more accurate data about you and how you interact. Right. And that can help them help you. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and it says it's especially important during the pandemic when you may only see your uh, psychiatrist, therapist, whatever, during telehealth. Right, so exactly. It's less could personal. lead to more targeted, effective treatments. Right. Instead of targeted advertising, it's targeting your brain. I guess. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if something, if someone made a knockoff app and put ads in it. Probably. Or, I mean, this is this is kind of like the type of, I don't know, the type of like sci-fi shit where then, like, they beam ads into your brain. You I'm know? ready. I can't wait to of, get a like, political ads right in, and, my, right in my retinas. Oh, my God. They could target you. Like, if they knew your emotions, they can oh target, God. like, how... I mean, they already target people based on their emotions, obviously. Yeah, look at Facebook ads, girl. But if AI could make, like, specific, on-the-go ads 
for your emotions at that exact moment in time, honey, we're all screwed. Well, I mean, in terms of the like how comfortable how okay in this situation how comfortable would you be um to harvest this sort of information about you on like a weekly or monthly basis of like how you know your phone is helping track your emotions throughout the week and then that information is getting shared with your doctor with with people that you approve of would you sign up for this or do you feel like it would still be an invasion of privacy for you personally um, to share this information with with your with your doctor orders to help you because there's some people out there like me like I feel like the more data that I can harvest um, for like a situation to help me to benefit me in the long run I don't have any problem with that but then there's other people out there who like really like don't want you know don't want anything automatically harvested from them even if it is for their benefit and just for privacy reasons and that's totally fine like would you be interested in this sort of thing to kind of give your doctor more data in order to target your mental health more efficiently? I think that I, so I have so many apps that already do all these things. And right, so you're, this you're kind of doing this yourself. Compiling them. I have all, I mean, my heart rate data, my exercise data, it's all in my fitness app because mm-hmm. of my watch I wear all the time. It knows like, like it keeps tabs on if I'm stressed or not mm-hmm. based on those conditions. Um, my fucking typing, my keyboard app, SwiftKey. I think I have it turned off to track my stats, but that doesn't mean it's not doing it. Do you right. know what I mean? It's you, probably you ha- can tell you how fast I type. Right. What buttons I miss. Like if I'm typing abnormally, what I mean to type. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like, and I have Dalio, which I record every single day. It backs up to my Google Drive, how I'm feeling, what I did that day, what, you know, from a list of, common things that I've put in, like, did I, I track if or I drank coffee that day mm-hmm. so I can track, see if that hurts my migraines. Um, our, obviously our phone apps, the actual phone part of your phone mm-hmm. tracks your call data, call frequency already. Also, so I feel like it's just handing over this to someone else right, to it's, it's, yeah, compile it, Yeah, compiling that info and then giving it to, to someone to parse through to kind of, um, to look at that data in a way that they could see patterns. Find a pattern. Find yeah, a pattern. Find a pattern of ups and downs and, mm-hmm. you know. It's, you know, try to target you differently. Also, we both have the same pill app on our phone. And so our, our phone tracks, you know, the efficacy. Is that the word of us, you know, of, of us taking our medications? And are, are we late? Are we early? Did we efficacy? skip a day? Am I what? learning a word today? I don't know. Just Googling it. Joe's gonna the ability to produce a desired or intended result. Yeah, right. I think that's the. I'm probably wrong. I don't. Are you? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. even know what you're trying to say. Basically, our phone is already harvesting all this information. Right. It's just that would you be comfortable giving this information to a doctor, and in exchange, they can target you better in terms of medication and mental health? Would you be okay with that, or do you want to keep that data to yourself? I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. My uh, online portal for my doctor already has this place where you can sync your phone, your uh, smartwatch with it. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So my doctor can already see like resting heart rate. Mm-hmm. Um, if I exercise, how many steps I get. Right. Uh, so she technically already has my fitness information if I choose to. So I'm fine with that. The only thing that I think would, is weird is... Which, and it's a huge thing, though. It affects people 
is your music taste. It re- tracking oh. your music taste. So like if you happen to be listening to a lot of like sad songs, low beats per minute, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're in a funk. Yeah, because oh, well, it's interesting because there's people out there that really enjoy listening to really sad music, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're depressed. But there are people who specifically listen to sad music when they're depressed. But then they say that it can make them feel better. I don't understand that. I don't know. I, it affects people completely differently. I think music is a form of brainwashing. And it's brain control. It's it's, it's um, brain control. It's mind control. It's making you feel or not feel a certain way. And it is the devil. marketed directly <laughs> towards you, depending on, you know, your age, your sexuality. Music is, I, I do think that it's art a lot of the time, but I do think a lot of music can just be manipulation and it's in a lot of ways it is like brain manipulation like i can be feeling good and i listen to like a depressing song and it changes me you listen and I know to it's not one that you listen to one, one depressing Perry song, song. <laughs> and it's no. over your whole that day is me mad then that makes me mad but that's because of <laughs> Katy perry that's not about the <laughs> lyrics of the song which are vapid in general but i know i Everything we do, though, is brainwashing in some way. We all are brainwashing ourselves. I cannot when wait you're for surfing you. the internet and you come across like a social media tweet that you absorb, puts you in a certain you. mood. Right? I don't know. I think um, I think music is. A, I think it's good that they include music in this because I do think it's very telling. I don't know what they would think about me. I listen to the same eight songs, Stardew yeah. Valley songs. Yeah, they're probably like, we need to put this person in a padded room. Although when I'm listening to them a lot, you know, I'm anxious because I try to I use them to try to calm me down. Oh, my God. See, they would know they would figure that out. They would know. Just more reason for them to shoot you into the vacuum of space. There's no outside influence on you. It's just you alone. Oh, my God. You can't get brainwashed in space. The best way to really figure out who you are is to get shot into space alone. Shoot you in the into the fucking with sun. nothing. Can't listen to anything, honey. That's where Sandra Bullock found herself in mm-hmm. the hit movie Gravity. Hit movie. The hit movie Gravity. <sighs> anyway, what would they what, what what would they know about you based on your musical taste? That I'm gay. Well, yeah. What is it going to be like? Perfume. I don't even listen to perfume anymore. It's I don't know. I, I Robin, sh- Robin churches, Lady um, Gaga. I, I didn't. I haven't listened to Gaga in a while. Well, I mean, I'm not one of those gays that listened. I already talked about how Chromatica's basic, but anyway. Got your Chromatica jock strap on. Mm-hmm. Just walking around, butthole gaping. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> Bottoms. <laughs> Chromatica jock strap. I can't. Honey, some gays can. It's what art, does that though. say about them? What do their doctors think about them? I don't know. If it's art, do you need to sell a jock strap with it? That's the question on my mind today. Wow. Truly. <laughs> anyway, should we move on to our... Uh, oh, do you have a cheese of the week this week? It's cheese of the week. I don't. Okay. Well, I think we're going to skip cheese of the week this week because I don't have any cheese of the week either. I'll, I'll come up with one. Maybe I'll get something at the store. Okay. Let me know. Well, you have two weeks to do it. You have a plenty of oh, time. Oh, okay, that's true. We're going to live right above the the fancy store, so we'll be able to just walk down. That's the Fan- rental. What, fancy store is in like a Whole Foods or like... Um, It's like a 
It's a chain of stores. I don't know if it's only in DC. It's called Streets. It's like know. a mix of like they have Coke, obviously not cocaine, but like Whole Foods doesn't <laughs> carry Coca-Cola. <laughs> not the you drug. Know. Not the drug. Um, like Whole Foods doesn't carry name brands like Coca-Cola. And right, shit, right, right, you right, know. right. So it's got that, but then it's mostly like organic. So it's like but a high-end you, grocery store, but not Whole right, Foods. Right. It's like a place where you can scoop your own popcorn, but Ugh, what's you it can like also being get a Coke. White? <laughs> I hate White people love scooping their it. own popcorn. Oh my God. Justin only gets scooped popcorn and pops it in his air popper. And I hate it. <laughs> First of all, I hate popcorn in general. But I hate that air popper. It might get lost in the move. Who can be sure? Hmm. Hmm. Who can be sure? I can't Hmm. wait to lose a few things. God. Don't lose Piggy. No, Piggy will be... I'll be holding on to him the whole time. He'll be in his carriage and his bonnet. Yeah, basically. I just imagine you walking through, like, an old-timey, like, like a Westworld theme park where everyone's dressed in, like, old Western 1886 wear and Piggy's in a bonnet. I just can't get over. I've brought this up two weeks in a row with Piggy in a bonnet, and I can't get it out of my brain. It's burned into my retinas. It needs to happen. I mean, I'd do it. He met okay. a little Chihuahua friend at the park. Oh, really? Yeah. And there, oh, I think I told you. And there's like a group of uh, small dog owners at our park. You could say it's like a get pack. Together. It's a pack. And they all like let their small dogs hang out because their small dogs like slip through the bars at the actual dog park. I cannot think of anything worse. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of anything better. Little yappy chihuahuas nipping at my little legs, little my toes, my little toesies. Listen, most of them are just calm and happy and nice. Piggy is not one of those ones, but... Is Piggy a little rambunctious? He gets very rambunctious when we're out of the house. I feel like Piggy would absolutely hate me, and I love that. Well, I don't know. You're pretty quiet. Yeah, I am. As in... You don't. He hates it when people what's gesticulate. That sounds like a dirty word, but I don't think it is. Just uh, that sounds like a. Uh, is that cancer? What is that? Define gesticulate. It's what you of like big talk. Words this week. It's when you talk and you use like dramatic gestures. Oh yeah, I'm 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 very non-threatening. Yeah, he hates it when people like talk with their hands, talk with their arms, and like really get into the stories they're telling. He feels he wants threatened. people to be like boring, quiet, and he needs to be ignored. So you are the best owner for him. <laughs> boring, quiet. It ignores him. Ignore him. <laughs> well, when it comes to me and Justin, he can't get enough of our attention. Ugh. He fell asleep on my face yesterday. So, well, he tried to he kill you and it didn't work. It. So I'm. That's you know, true. It was part of the plan and didn't work. Anyway, should we move on to our favorite things this week? These are a few of our favorite things. Mine's boring. You have to go first. I have a couple that are semi-boring. So two things. I have two things that, and they both involve food. One, one of my favorite things this week. So I went to the farmer's market, like, I don't know, two weeks ago, and I got a shit ton of Thai basil. Um, Like, it was like a a bunch. It wasn't, they weren't plants. They were just like a bunch of Thai basil, like, that you could use for cooking. And I had so much of it, I was like, this isn't going to last very long. Um, What if I try to propagate it? So, propagating, what that is, is you take, like, a a sprig of basil or something with a stem, um, and you put it in some water, and you change out the water every couple days, and keep it alive. And sooner or later, the stem will start sprouting... um, roots 
And then once it sprouts enough roots, you could replant it in the ground or in in a pot and then you'll have a new propagated plant so i was like i want to do this with this thai basil in order to keep it alive and then i'll have more basil plants and they'll continue to grow etc and they won't just like die on my kitchen counter and wilt and whatever so today i think i've been trying to propagate this basil for like a week week and a half outside of my little balcony i went outside today and there's my my basil is starting to propagate and the roots are starting to form so i'm gonna have some more thai basil plants to plant in my little garden area i'm very excited about that and i've never propagated anything before so this is like the first time that i got it to work so um haven't killed it so props for me second thing wow congrats thank you thank you i'll make sure to send you some in the mail some little basil babies um second thing is so i follow a uh girl on youtube she's not like an underground youtuber emmy made in japan she's um an amazing kind of food youtuber she does like little science experiments anyway she had a video like literally two days ago where she made a um a chocolate mousse out of literally just melted chocolate and water and i was like how the fuck does this work and you melt the chocolate with with a specific amount of water and then you um cool down the the chocolate and water mixture while you're whipping it and the the water and chocolate solidifies with the air bubbles and it makes a mousse and i was like this is crazy so i tried it and it fucking worked the only problem is that you have to whip it for like 10 minutes straight to like keep the air bubbles in but you can make chocolate mousse with literally just chocolate and hot water and some ice, actually, if you want to cool it down at a faster rate. So I tried it. Wow. I'm going to put her video in the um, description for this podcast. But, like, I've never heard about making chocolate mousse this way. And it's, like, a really, like, it's because there isn't any, It's you're not cutting it with any dairy or anything. So it's, like, a very solid, just, like, robust chocolate flavor since it's literally just chocolate with air bubbles in it. And what kind like, of chocolate, though? Like, 100%? Like um, I cocoa think, powder or just like milk chocolate? No. So I used like a 70% dark. Um, oh, okay. Like, like Ghirardelli chips. And I just melted it right. with with uh, hot water. And there's like a specific ratio. There's like a specific proportion of of chocolate and water. Um, but no, it's like this like gastronomic thing. Is that the word? Gastronomy? Yeah, that's, that's the science of food. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't think it was going to work. And it worked. You have to like do it correctly in order for it to like solidify and and whip in the specific way but like making chocolate like a traditional chocolate mousse is like you have to have like a double boiler and you you know add your dairy component and then you have to like you know make a you have to cook it and it thickens up and then you add a bunch of other shit like this was really easy and really simple and you only need two ingredients and it was really good and i actually added a little bit of coffee i added a little bit of cold brew to it because like coffee and chocolate go really well together anyway it worked and it wasn't too difficult and it only took two ingredients. So I'll put the video in the um, description of the podcast. And if you want to check it out, you can and uh, test it out. If you want to make chocolate mousse on a whim, they have chocolate and hot water. Go for it. Totally recommend. Wow. It worked out. So both little food things, Thai basil and chocolate mousse. Look at me. Oh, I can't wait to start my own restaurant, you know? It'd be crazy. Sure. The two things you're going to have, raw Thai basil and... and- Chocolate mousse made out of water. Sure. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't sound appetizing, but I, the only mousse, I've never attempted to make mousse before. I've had mousse. It's kind of hard. Yeah. I've seen it made on Great British Bake Off several times. There you go. And a lot of the times it fucks up, you know. Right. Also, they're being rushed, so they can't really 
cool it down the way they need to. Cool but it. Cool it. Um, no, it sounds like an easy, definitely a much easier way. I'd, it's very interesting. It. And like, you Does know, it, it's all, and it it's, tastes good. Yeah, because it's literally just chocolate. It's literally just just chocolate that's whipped. Remember, so, all these people are whipping their coffee. Uh, are they over that yet? I don't know, but do you waiting. remember? It was the trend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's good, but anyway. Speaking of uh, propagating plants, though, our neighbor is a botanist. And Ooh. so we can see his back patio from our kitchen window. And he's got like so many freaking plants. And this weekend, he had a lot of propagated uh, snake plant babies. Or oh. no, spider plant babies. Oh, okay. And he puts them in like little cups of like paper cups of water out on their steps. And it's just like, take one. Here's how to care for it. Oh, that's so we got cute. We got a little spider plant, baby. Are you going to name it? No, I'm not one of the... Don't name your plants. I mean, you are gay, It just makes it more hard when they die in like a week. You know what I mean? You know, that's why I just amaze you keep Piggy alive. I don't know how you do it. Well, Piggy's got good insurance. (laughs) And a lot of love. Do they have plant insurance? I'm assuming not. I think that's a little too ridiculous. I hope not. I'm sure that there is plant insurance for rich people somewhere. But Ugh, that sounds about right. Well, are they so is your botanist neighbor growing that good plant? That good, good that, you know, I don't think so. That wink, wink, wonk. I don't think so. I don't know if it's legal to grow. I mean, I obviously it's not going to stop anyone, but I don't know what the laws are in D.C. if it's legal to grow or not. Hmm. Who knows? Anyway, I'll make sure to to send you a dead Thai basil plant and some some water and chocolate in the mail so you can throw it out. If you I think you can ship uh propagated plants just by like getting well obviously it needs to get there within like a week but you can like wet a paper towel and like wrap it around the roots part oh yeah and like put it in a bubble envelope and just send it off oh my god i don't know if you're supposed to mail plants i don't know what the if that works or not did you ever this is complete sidetrack i'm sorry we'll get to your favorite thing eventually that's fine it's a bad one when you were in elementary school did you ever like do that thing where you like grew beans in like a in like a ziploc bag oh yeah not in a ziploc bag though we we just put them in like a little paper cup oh yeah that works but i that reminded me i I think that what we did is i think that we had a wet paper towel and we put it in a ziploc bag and i think we grew the bean out of there Right, because uh, air and water. Because air and water and life. Because air and water. Allegedly. And potatoes. We used to throw potatoes out in the woods. Honey. And they grow. Honey, I used to, you know what you know what we did for fun back in the day? <laughs> we used to throw potatoes out in the woods. Well, we had a, we were, I told you before, we composted in Arkansas before composting was a thing. Right. We had our own compost heap. Mm-hmm. And you well, the raccoons, raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> the raccoons like to, you know, dig in it too. Um, but the cats kept them away usually. Uh, but yeah, you would throw the rest of the watermelon out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just dump everything just out in the woods. I didn't know what people did with their food trash until I was like 20. Honey, when people throw food trash in the actual trash, it shocks me. You know, we all learn things eventually. Some it later than others. It shocks me that not, not everyone just has a, tr- a, a food trash heap. You know, it's just organic. Anyway, what is your favorite thing? <laughs> Godforsaken week. <laughs> My favorite thing this week is packing. We haven't done much of it, but it's reminded me how much I love packing and moving. And I do. Lo- Some people hate moving. This one is different. However, usually when I've packed and moved, I pack one suitcase, 
maybe two suitcases, my laptop or computer, and I move. Well, yeah, this I don't, is the first I don't time. I like that... having, yeah, furniture is always cheap. I usually, like whenever I've moved, I've sold my furniture and I'll go buy something else cheap when I get there, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I slept on the floor for my last two weeks in Chicago because I was so excited about moving. I sold my bed. Honey, so, I feel like you are the only person on this earth that enjoys moving. I feel like everyone I hates love it. it. It's, I find it stressful. I find it um, just exhausting. And it is. We have a huge to-do list of like, you know, we have to plan getting it cleaned, getting uh, when the movers are going to be here, uh, when the stagers are going to be here, when the uh, repairs are going to be done. So there's a lot of things that have to like fall into place and we're hitting snags along the way and it is definitely stressful. Um, but what's stressing me out more this time though is like the amount of furniture we own. Right, because like, I don't think you've you've never moved. It's, it's always just been you no, moving your stuff. It's just been me. And, I, and now it's like the family. It's more complicated it's like now. Piggy and Justin. We have our... Forever furniture. This is mm-hmm. the bed I'm going to die in right behind me right now. I'm Do you know ready. what I mean? I, there better be a live stream of you dying in that bed. <laughs> Honey, with the amount that I'm on Twitch these days, you'll probably see it. Right. You'll get to see it live. There's a donation no, but- goal where they, as soon as they hit it, like <laughs> that injection <laughs> happens and you finally, when you finally hit forever. it. It's like my healthcare bills are what the goal is. <laughs> and if oh they don't God. get reached, then I die. Uh, anyway, though, that's sadly dark humor. But um, no, like for real, like this is the desk I'm going to have for a long time. That's the kitchen table we're going to have for a long time. That's right, the more, the it's more permanent furniture rather than temporary. Right. It's not like Ikea furniture that's just going to fall apart, you know. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, coordinating that is stressful. And then there's just possessions. We don't really have a lot of things. There are some things, you know, I wish we would clean out a little bit more, but I've always been someone who doesn't like to own things. Yeah, I'm Um, very much with you in that sense. So the things that we own, like as I'm packing, kind of freak me out. I kind of, I know we'll end up getting rid of a lot of it, but we're going to move into a bigger place and then we're going to have less stuff. And so it's going to be like, there's going to be no furniture in the new place. Well, that's the thing. I feel like like moving is always a really good opportunity to thin out your inventory. You know, I yeah, feel like it's, it's sure. always a good idea to thin out your inventory. It doesn't matter if you're moving into a bigger place. I feel like it's a good idea to thin out your inventory and throw shit out that you know you haven't used in years and put shit up on Craigslist and etc. And then, you know, it just kind of simplifies things. So then you have room to like buy like a new desk if you need something or you need, need a new chest of drawers or something. I don't know. But I, I I understand. It's like the organizational aspect of it. It's the cleansing of it that's probably nice. It's, you know, I, I get it. You're still fucking insane for enjoying it. But I understand. I can, I love I can it. kind of see through your eyes kind of what you're experiencing. This is the, it's been three years. Have I lived here three years? Um, And this is the longest I've lived anywhere without moving as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm antsy for it. She's ready I for a change. Love- I love the, a new place, a new like palette, a new decorating, you know, just moving stuff around. I don't know. I'm very excited about the whole thing. It is truly exhausting, mm-hmm. but I'm also very excited about it. I just can't believe that Justin has allowed you to squat in his apartment for this long without calling the police. Breathe <laughs> <laughs> me. Who is this person? And why does he have Listen, his dog? I pay rent. I pay. I'm not on the mortgage, but I pay. So. I mean, she pays in more ways than one. Hmm. She pays. <laughs> 
Huh? Honey, I got my ways. Well, and and enjoy your moving experience. Congratulations on having your name on a mortgage, you adult. Ugh, what's it like? It's scary because like if anything, I just keep thinking if anything happened to Justin, I can't afford this mortgage. Right, and exactly. So I'm like fuck a rude. Fuck a rude. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Fuck a rude. That's a new one. I it, like that one. I know, yeah, it's scary, but it's exciting at the same time. Well, just make sure that Justin's alive, you know, and healthy so you can afford the place. And then if not, you can just start recording the podcast out on the street. Justin's going to outlive me by like a solid 20 years. I <laughs> guarantee you. This man's health. I can't. Well, I mean, you've been poisoning and him my for years health, and nothing's happened. I just like I've been to the hospital like seven times to the ER, like seven times since I've lived here. He's like gotten a cold. Right. Do you know? Oh, like, what's it like ain't... being resilient? Everyone in his family lives to be like 100, so. <sighs> anyway, good favorite things. Enjoy your good packing. Favorite things. Thank you. Enjoy your propagated uh, Thai basil and your whipped chocolate water. <laughs> ah, doesn't that sound just delicious? <laughs> I mean, that's what hot cocoa is. Wow, you, you dump really the powder in the water, yeah. Wow, really Anyway, makes so you you're think. just basically making hot cocoa and whipping it. Sure. Whatever, you know, honestly, whatever way you can frame this to understand it, I support. <laughs> you know? Uh, anyway, thank y'all so much for listening. Is that all we have for this week? We're done. We're, 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 we're done. taking a week off, you know. We, yeah. We won't be back next week. However, you will be getting a bonus episode this week as well. All of you wonderful Patreon patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, we'll be skipping next week. But the next week after that, we will be back to tell you more. Thanks. Oh, that sounds good. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Daisha M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Erica V. Feliciano D. James P. Javier. Johnny B. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Maurice W. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rachel. Rose G. Scott A. Tristan T. Vault D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show. show.